Welcome to episode 125 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. And I'm on my own today, but um, you'll know why if you follow Kareen on social media and what have you. But anyway, she's told me to get on with it, but as long as I behave myself, so there we go. Anyway, today I'd like to cover the um, topic of vintage organisers. We, we get a lot of... Um, I get a lot of questions about, is this vintage or isn't it vintage? Or where can I get a vintage organiser from? Or why would you want one? And and so on and so on. Um, <clears throat> vintage or sort of retro things are, I suppose it's almost sort of gone sort of full circle and sort of come back into vogue again in a way. Um, you've got a lot of people that are interested in film cameras again, uh, despite the costs. <laughs> uh, typewriters, of course. Old computers seem to just hang in there and still seem to get used quite a bit. And wristwatches, mechanical wristwatches. I know we all love our smartwatches and activity monitors and all this sort of stuff. But there is something that just quintessentially ordinary about having an an ordinary wristwatch be it a mechanical one or just an ordinary just something that tells the time and maybe the date as well <laughs> but you know what i mean um so sort of bags as well you know people sort of look back at things and think oh that, that that's something i can remember from you know my youth or something i, I couldn't afford at the time and then 20 years later, you'd love to own it. So you go in search of uh, such things. Well, the same thing applies to organisers, I suppose. You might sort of come into using a, a planner or an organiser sort of it's later in, in life, as it were. And you may have seen something that you think, oh, that's very nice. But you couldn't justify spending that much money on it, maybe, at the time. Um Fountain pens is another one, obviously, that they're, you know, potentially with us all the time. Well, you get modern fountain pens and you get older ones, but, you know, the, the technology hasn't changed in hundreds of years. Um, pretty much like an organiser in a way, it's, they're pretty much the same basic design as they were when they first came out over a 100 years ago. Um, but in a way, um, organisers... Are you know they're things that you can sort of use and enjoy on a daily basis without sort of worrying too much. Uh, there's nothing really that's going to go wrong in an old organizer. Yes, rings may have got damaged in the past or something, or they may, if it's not been stored um, sensibly, there might be some signs of rust on the mechanism, but that's easily sorted. Um, what is vintage? This is a. It's very difficult to sort of pin down to a specific um, date. There's some people that say, "Oh, it's all ones that Filofax produced prior to them giving up their um, own manufacturing facility in Ilford in Essex," um, and then they moved. Uh, production overseas well yeah maybe but the the design of 
the organisers didn't change that much, just where they were made changed. Now, okay, you could say that um, some sacrifices were made um, through the years on sort of the quality of leather and how they were manufactured, but I've been watching some videos recently by our friend Neil um, of the YouTube YouTube channel Flatability, and he reviews an awful lot of older filofaxes um, through the years, and just seeing some of these that, that I've never owned, for instance, but ones that um, he's recently acquired. Now, some of them have been heavily used, others not so much. And the quality is surprisingly very good. Um, I'll, let, I'll obviously put a, a link to his channel um, in down below, but uh, it's interesting to sort of see how um, things changed over the years. Now, there are some very high quality um, organisers that Filofax made in the 90s and the early 2000s at a suitable price point, of course. So they hadn't just lost, they didn't give up completely on producing um, high quality goods. And the same is to be said today, to be fair. They do have some high quality um, items, I think, um, in their range. At, at a price, of course. But um, where would you go looking if you wanted to look for an older model? I, I, I sort of move away from using vintage because, as I say, de defining what it is is not easy. If you look on eBay, you'll see use the word vintage used a lot. Rare is used a lot. Collectible and all these other words that are there to try and sort of make this thing look a little bit special um, to a, to the extent of being able to push the price up, of course. But that's not necessarily the sort of correct way of going about it. Um, if you look at Neil's um, videos, you'll see he doesn't spend huge amounts of money on some of the ones that he's reviewed. So... There is hope <laughs> in terms of you you don't have to um raid the piggy bank too much or um use up all your life savings um by sort of chasing down that ultimate organizer. I recently um a few months back came across the 75th anniversary Grace Skur um, limited edition which was in a wonderful wooden box and it's a duplex organiser with special inserts and all the rest of it now these I've seen go for sort of I don't know three, four hundred five hundred pounds or euros whichever and a very kind reader uh, alerted me to one of these being for sale on Etsy, of all places. And I thought, that's a bit odd. It's not the usual place that I would... I don't go actively looking for these things. They just... Often they just pop up uh, when you least expect them. And uh, this was a, quite a sensible price. And 
the cellar was very um, communicative and we sort of um, sort of settled the, the sale very quickly and she parceled it up very nicely and I received it. I've been over the moon with receiving such a thing. It's, to be honest with you, it's not the sort of thing that I would attempt to use every day because it's in such fantastic condition that it would be almost sort of, ooh, do I risk using it sort of thing. But it's just one of these sort of nice-to-have things. And that's, you know, things are nice to have. Why not? We all work hard enough these days for what little we do have in some cases. So just having something that's, you know, nice to have in your collection, as it were, there's no harm in having that. But, there's you know, it is, in some respects, you, you can look for something that you really liked that particular design um, in a previous model that isn't um, the same in what's currently available. And you think, gosh, I wish I'd bought one of those when they were for sale. And I've been through that before and sort of regretted not buying at the time. Once said that if you like it, buy it, (laughs) because these things don't, aren't on sale forever. Um, and I'm, in, in some cases, I've been fortunate enough to put an advert into AdSpot as a wanted advert, you know, looking for, you know, such and such an organiser in such and such a size in good condition, maybe mention the colours that you're interested in, and then hope for the best. And in a couple of cases, I've um, struck lucky with people sort of saying, oh, I've got this one. I bought it new. Um, I've never used it. Would you, you know, would you like to buy it sort of thing? Which has quite been quite a surprise, really. And, you know, sure enough, when it turns up, it is as new and used. People sometimes buy and then they're put off by something, you know, they, that they hadn't appreciated when they saw it in uh, online or in a photograph or maybe they didn't didn't get a chance to actually handle the thing in their uh, hand as it were or they had a different size and they fancied a, the sort of a5 version and it wasn't made quite the same you know it's it's stiffer or or similar so it is possible to get lucky and again add spotter again i'll stick a link into that it's just a simple case of emailing me and with the details of what you're looking for and we'll pop the advert in there for three or four months and see if you get lucky or not I do get some people saying, no, I still haven't received, uh, managed to find one. Can you put my advert in again? Yeah, why not? <laughs> These things are... Um, sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you don't. But um, it's worth... When you look at how much you should spend on any of these things from things that are no longer in production, let's say, I would be um, cautious, I think that's the word, about spending, you know, don't get caught in a bidding race for something. Um, Remember, in most cases, these were produced in the thousands or hundreds, high hundreds. So there's bound to be another one come along soon if you miss out on the first one. And, you know, it's a simple case of, Biding your time and you will get lucky eventually.
but um, it, the thing to do is to look at the thing carefully. Rings are an obvious um, thing to see how if it's been well looked after, and hopefully the sender will post it to you with sufficient packing around it so it doesn't get damaged. It's always saying, you know, don't scrimp on the the packaging. Um, you know, put plenty of padding around it and um, hopefully then it'll arrive in as good a condition as you saw it in the photographs. Sometimes it's worth asking them to take a, some photographs with a date, um, you know, today's date next to it, so that you know that that's a recent um, photograph, not something that was taken sort of 12 months ago, when it was in better condition than uh, it is now. But in comparison to sort of other retro uh, things that we can buy, as I uh, listed earlier, sort of organisers are sort of, you know, relatively cheaper compared to other things. And, you know, they, they can be used sort of every day. And there's no real ongoing maintenance as such, other than just a quick wipe over with a cloth or some polish or some leather conditioner or something once in a while maybe when you receive it you might want to give it a clean and an air because sometimes these things have been sat in a, a drawer they might be a bit musty or, or whatever but again that's that shouldn't detract too much from your ability to be able to to use it and you know it's just a case of just using what's readily available um I recently picked up a an old sort of 1980s Filofax, which was looking a little bit sad for itself. Um, and I managed to clean that up um, with some uh, beeswax sort of leather balm. I literally painted the thing <laughs> with it and let it soak in and then um, wiped off the excess and then left it to to sort of air out and dry out for 24 hours before I did anything else with it. And then, heaven forbid, I used, because it was still showing signs of wear, I used a bit of shoe polish on the thing to where the thing had worn through the outer coating, um, the dye coating, then back down to the raw leather. I re effectively recolored the, the leather with just the black wax polish. That's one advantage, I suppose, of, of black organisers, is they're easy to um, re rejuvenate, refurbish, renovate whichever and then a quick final polish and the, the thing looks well not as good as new by any means but it's certainly looking um, a lot better than it was <laughs> and um, the rings are holding in and I had to do a little bit of um, adjustment there but they're fine and they're aligned neatly now but that's another thing. If if it's one of the older um, organisers, they used rings that you could actually remove fairly easily and the, you can get replacements for them again relatively easily. The, the biggest cost really for rings these days is this cost of shipping, unfortunately. Something that we can't avoid. But, it, it you know, it is possible to do. And if if you're contemplating doing something like that sort of thing, do get in touch because um, not all ring mechanisms are so easy to get hold of. 
and you know send me some photos or whatever and i can possibly give you some advice on you know can you refurbish the ones you've already got or should you replace them or or whatever and are they the the correct sort of type to um change them yourself or not and, and where to get some um because there's a few sources around these days thank goodness so we can at least um easily get hold of replacement ones maybe not exactly the same size but very close to the same size but uh, there we go i've been i still have my original uh, winchester of course which is from about 1986 i don't currently use personal size but um you know that's just as usable today as it was when i first got it really and it, 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 I sort of appreciate the design more now, I suppose, because there are certain little small nuances in the design that I think that was very clever, cleverly thought out, the way they did this or did that and what have you. But, um, there we go. Anyway, I won't waffle on too much. It, it's hard work just talking to yourself for sort of 30 minutes, as you can well imagine. But... Um, once Corinne gets herself sorted out, and I've got a few things that are lurking, I've got um, a few things cooking up in the next week or so. Plus, I've got a trip to UK coming up um, in the last week of the month, so it's getting a little bit hectic. But we'll be back, hopefully, to sort of normal programming will resume <laughs> in, um, where are we, May, I suppose. And um, hopefully by then we should be back on the road again as it were so i hope you've enjoyed my ramblings today you'll find me in the usual place filofaxi.com travelersnotebooktimes.com and mr filofaxi on instagram and you can always contact me by email via all the usual uh, methods so if you've enjoyed this don't forget to like it subscribe to it and share it mm -hmm.